What's going on? What's going on? Jay Sutton, I'm back with another episode of the Destroying Doubt Podcast. Look, I just want to thank y'all so much for listening. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Thank y'all so much for being patient with me because your boy got some explaining to do. <laughs> and I'm going to get to that right after this. First, let me get this out of the way. If you haven't already, please head over on over, head on over to YouTube and subscribe to Destroying Doubt TV. Um, be on the lookout for more content coming and we have content that is already available and you know we're talking about vlogging we're talking about podcasts we're talking about travel we're talking about so many different things on Destroying Doubt TV so please go check that out if you haven't already picked up some Destroying Doubt merch I encourage you to go ahead and do so head over to DestroyingDoubt.com and get you some Destroying Doubt merch be you be free and lastly um, I said on the last podcast that, you know, I'm doing podcast consulting now. So if you're in the market for a podcast and you want to start this amazing podcast journey and, you know, get your message out there, get your word out there, then email me at destroyingdoubt at gmail.com and we will be able to get you started in no time with your very own podcast. With that said, now we got that out of the way. Let me do some explaining. <laughs> so we have part three of the series vegan or not that is that was supposed to release last week we had a hiccup in our scheduling and and actually randy had a family emergency that he had to take care of so we will be getting that rescheduled and we will be getting that to you so please look forward to that in the near future part three of the of the vegan or not series with Kiba and Randy will be coming soon. So it was an emergency, something out of my hands, something out of Randy's hands as to why we haven't done it yet. But that will be coming soon. So stay on the lookout for that. I promise you we will get that to you in the near future. So now that I have all of that out of the way, let me say this. I want to start something new on this show and something that I do a lot. A lot of people don't know about, but I'm pretty sure I'm not alone. And that's a rant. Like rant, R A N T, rant. I want to start a weekly rant on this show. And <laughs> for the very first weekly rant, this one involves a little road rage. And let me explain. So, my weekly rant is I'm headed to, to school. I drop my kids off every day. Well, I drop my son off to school every morning. And this particular morning, you know, we're on the highway and there's a school bus. I'm riding beside a school bus and it's starting to slow down. And I'm not far enough beside it where I can just go ahead and blow past it. I'm a little behind it, but I can tell that's a, that it's about to stop. Um, So the, the school bus is constantly slowing down, prepared to stop to pick up the kids. And I'm trying to time it. It's, it's like almost timing a, um, I'm on the left side. We're on the highway. It's in the right lane. I'm in the left lane. And it's almost time, like you're trying to time a stoplight, right? And, you know, sometimes that doesn't work out the best. And so that's pretty much what this situation was. I'm timing it, waiting for them to do, to pull out the little stop signs on the side of, on the, side of the bus, but it's taking forever. So I'm like, all right, at the last second, I'm like, all right, I'm going to gas it. It's taking forever. You know, we'll see what happens. So as luck would have it, when they get the stop signs out, I go past the stop signs and I, I'm making a sort of effort to try and stop. And I ended up stopping about mm, 20 to 30 feet 
in front of the bus. And I stopped and I realized that I had went through, you know, the stop signs that they put out. And I feel bad because, you know, I, I didn't stop. But I tried to. It was just poor timing. I take that on the chin. You know, it was my fault. I take that on the chin. But I'm on the left side. I'm in the left lane, you know, whatever. So after I realized that I wasn't able to properly stop for the stop sign, you know, I slowly, you know, keep going. And I'm feeling bad. I'm like, oh, man, my bad. But while this is happening, you got cars blowing at me like I'm just a straight jerk. Like I'm the biggest dirt bag in the world. And this old dude that's in the far opposite lane, he's on the um the going traffic. And you know, he comes from way down the street, gets in the in the center lane. Um old dude, I'm talking about I don't even know if he should be driving, he's just old. And throws his hand up in the air and looked at me and blow the horn like, what are you doing? And so my rant is, I got mad back. Like, <laughs> I wanted to get out the car and see the old dude with the hands. I ain't even going to lie. I, like, I'm, I'm not perfect. Like, I know I do all this inspirational stuff and, you know, more power to whoever is affected by it and receives my message. But I still have work at the end of the day. So, I wanted to get out and see the old dude and everybody else that was blowing the horn at me. Like it, it, it didn't feel good. Like I, I was, I was mad at the fact that they were getting mad at me. And I'm not saying that's right, but I feel like I'm a darn good driver. You know, my driving record is pretty good. You know, I always do the right thing. I make a little slip up and I acknowledge my slip up. You ain't gonna be going in on me all kind of crazy. That's just how I feel about it. So. That's my rant for the week, and, you know, everything turned out good. Luckily, I didn't have to hit the old man with the two-piece and the biscuit. You know, we went on with our day. I let him, he dis, he displayed his displeasure with me, and I displayed mine back, but we kept it moving. Um, so, I, I, with my rant, I would like to ask a question. Like, do you think I'm wrong? Is the old dude wrong? Like, is anybody wrong? Well, like, let me know. Hit me up on social media. You know, Facebook, Jay Sutton. Instagram, at this is Jay Sutton. Twitter, at this is Jay Sutton. Let me know. If I'm tripping with my weekly rant because I was really ready to put the paws on, on grandpa. You know what I'm saying? But I felt like he came at me sideways. But anyway, with that, now we got that out of the way. Weekly rant. Like I said, I want to do that weekly. But I wanted to transition into something a little more serious. And something that has happened since my transition out of the military. And, you know, I'm pretty sure you've already read the title and you probably in your mind may have put that in your mind as something negative or a setback or whatever it may be. But, you know, this is the Destroying Doubt podcast and we're all about positivity and we're all about inspiration. And that's exactly what this story is. And this is something that happened in my family. So let me just say that. You know, for for the new listeners, I went through, you know, a process of getting out of the military. I encourage you to go back and listen to the previous episodes and know exactly what that transition was. For those of you that have been listening from day one, you know the struggle and the bout that I went to and that I went through to get out of the military. And so with that long process and with that long struggle, there was a lot of planning that my wife and I did, that me and my family did, you know. 
planning for my departure from the military. You know, I'm losing my job. So we're putting stuff in, in place so that we can thrive once I get out. And we we planned, we planned again, and then we planned after that. And we had a backup plan and we had a, a, a triple backup plan, if that even makes sense. So, you know, we had savings. We had all these different things in place. So whenever I got the word that I would be discharged from the military, we would be good. But one thing that we had not accounted for, and that was my wife losing her job. And that's actually what ended up happening. And so with the with the planning portion of my departure, my wife actually was offered a job that would, um, I think, after I got out, she would take the job like it It lined up perfectly and the job paid, you know, way more than the job that she was currently at. And it was, you know, less less hectic or whatever, which her job isn't hectic at all. She has an extremely flexible job, but this one was just a better situation. And, you know, we were planning on her to get that that new job. But what ended up happening was the new job had a hiring freeze right after, you know, I got out. So. You know, she had to continue to work at the job that she was at for a while until she, you know, set up something else. And the crazy thing that happened was you were like, okay, you didn't get that job, but you still have this job. It's not a bad job by any means. And it's very flexible, which allows me to do all the things that I do. (laughs) And, you know, you know, like I said, we put that into account. Like, okay, we'll just move forward and, you know, plan for something else. And then the craziest thing happened. A bombshell hit us. And, you know, randomly, my wife called me one day Well, she texted me and said, God, what did she say? She said, um, oh, my God, I can't remember what she said. But in a nutshell, it was she said it way more vague that it was like kind of it was it wasn't very clear, but it alluded to the fact that she wouldn't be working there anymore. So when she sent me that, you know, I went on about my day. I was just thinking that, you know, she would she wouldn't be working there anymore because she had found a different job or whatever. And then she called me a little later and I can hear, I can hear in her voice how sad she was. Actually, I can hear her crying. And she told me that she was informed that in two weeks she would no longer be employed there because they were cutting the program that she had been working for. Now, mind you, this job is the job that my wife, has been working at since we moved to Florida and her being a determined individual that she is, she actually set up this job before. Let me tell you about my wife. When I was in tech school, I found out at toward the end of tech school, I think. No. Yeah. Yeah. Toward the end of tech school or midway in tech school, I will be stationed in Florida and my tech school was already in Florida, but you know, a different part of Florida. And I told her the jobs. No, I, I told her that it would be the Air Force Base that we were stationed at. So she started looking up jobs in that area immediately and started applying and shooting her resume. Like she, most people wouldn't do they wait for them, you know, for them to get there, whatever, blah, blah, blah. My wife was like, no, he'll be graduating at this time. Let me go ahead and send out resumes. So if it take this long for, you know, somebody to say something back, then we're good. So she had already had a job lined up before I had even graduated tech school because she was so persistent in doing so. And so this is a job that she's had since we moved to Florida. 
and it has been so good to us. It's been, you know, extremely flexible when the military changed my hours or whatever. She was able to change her schedule. She was able to move around and accommodate me in my military career because of the flexibility of this job. And, you know, it, it provided us with many other perks outside of monetary uh, things. But this is the job that just informed her that in two weeks she would no longer be employed there. So I can understand the hurt that she felt. And I and I felt it and I heard it in her voice. And, you know, she hung up on me. And she told me, you know, I'll call you back. Like, not in a bad way. She just couldn't talk because she was so emotionally overwhelmed. And I could understand that. And when she got home, I can still see the despair on her face. I can still see the hurt in her eyes. And um, uh, I think a little time went by and she was like, so, you know, you want to talk about this <laughs> situation or whatever? And this is what's this is what's crazy. And this is what's powerful. And what I want you to get from this. Um, it was almost like I was ar arrogantly being nonchalant. And it wasn't like I was being arrogant or, you know, in, in any type of way, but she was like, you know, I, I lost my job. What are we going to do? Da, 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 this, that, and the third. And I'm like, and, and I look at her and I say, we've been through worse. Like no worry at all. No hesitation. No, no nothing. Like, and I don't want y'all, I like, I seriously, if you're listening, I don't want you to think that you know, like this is some magical thing or this is some arrogance or whatever. But it's like it's almost it's 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 illogically logical if you think about it. Let me try to make this make sense. So if if Kobe Bryant practices basketball every day. Hours upon hours upon hours every day. And he has a game and he misses you know, he misses how many ever shots. He goes five for 40 and has a terrible game or whatever. The very next game and the very next night in a clutch situation and they put his ball, they put the ball in his hands to win the game. He's going to take that shot without any hesitation. Not only because he has confidence in himself, but he has confidence in himself because of the work that he's put in. He's taking that shot. He's missed. So what? So what? He missed. 35 shots the night before he's made that shot that he's going to take in that game a million times in practice before and so that's why i had this confidence in telling my wife like look like i understand like i'm not trying to minimize your pain and your hurt i understand it but do me a favor when you get done crying when you wipe your tears let's get to work let's move on we've been through worse like me and my wife if you listen to this podcast and I and I reveal more and more about our story and what we've been through to get to this point, we have been through so much worse. I almost got excited. Cause you know the old saying that said adversity introduces a man to himself. So a little adversity, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, we got a chance to like maybe we were getting comfortable. Maybe we had too much of a plan going on. Maybe things needed to be shaken up a little bit so we can show who we truly are. So like I said, honey, sweetheart, I understand your pain. I understand your hurt. 
But I need for you to understand that we've been through worse and we've overcame it plenty of times before. This is nothing new. This is just a stepping stone. And I and I could feel, you know, for, and, and to keep honest for a moment, I could feel that she was like, dude, I just lost my job. You just lost your job. I know you're doing your entrepreneurial thing, but, you know, that ain't 100% guaranteed every day. So... Um, we just bought this new house. Like I, I like I understand what you're saying, um, but I just lost my job. I can honestly feel that. But I also felt that she felt security in my confidence, and my confidence isn't necessarily in me. My confidence was in her, cause I know. The type of person that she is. I know the type of work that she puts in. I know how diligent she is. I know that she's a go-getter. So not only do I know I'm going to do everything in my power to keep my family afloat and keep us moving forward and keep us on this right trajectory to reach our goals and keep our dreams. But I know that my wife is more capable, more than capable of doing the same. So let me tell you, she did just that. I think she went to sleep early. You know, she got all her tears out of the way. And the next day she stayed up. No, matter of fact, that's what she did. She went to sleep early, but she woke up maybe 10, 11 o'clock and she did not sleep. I remember this. My wife did not go to sleep till maybe three, four in the morning was up at five. She stayed up getting her resume together and, 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 and shooting out applications. And so the next morning she got up and was like, let's go. I was like, where are we going? She said, we're going to go ride around and I'm going to drop my resume off to these jobs. And I was like, ooh, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, let's go, baby. Let's, let's put the kids in the car. Let's go. And that's what we did. And, and look, this is what I want y'all to get from this, man. Ooh, I want y'all to get this. Oh, man. We rode around, she dropped her resumes off, and she spoke with people. My wife got an interview on the spot that same day. Like, this wasn't, you know, a job that she had talked to before. You know, she just walked in there with her confidence, with her head held high. And knowing the fact of the that she was more than capable of the job that she was dropping off her resume at. She was more than capable of going in there and, and, and doing whatever is expected of her. And to go above and beyond that. And she got an interview that same day. And they offered her a job the same day. This is a day after being told that she would no longer be working at the job that she was at. And she currently works there today. And she makes more money <laughs> than she did at the job that she lost. And it's also flexible as well. And... You know, we're not even going to stop it there. Like, if I'm, you know, reveal more to you and let you know more, just know that she has had five to six job offers from that day that we rode around when she was dropping off resumes. And she's had five or six interviews. She's She got to the point where it was like for a split second, because it literally was a split second, you know, a moment of despair of saying, I don't have a job. I'm losing my job. This, that, and the third, too. I have to turn down jobs now. And it all came from her not getting down on herself. You know, her not staying in that that place of despair. She didn't stay there. She got up and she went out and she did something. And she made something out of nothing. And so if you're going to learn something from that experience, of course, you know, 
don't stay down. Um, get up, pull yourself up, and go out there and get it, of course. But also think about the fact that she went out and she actually dropped off resumes. And her resumes were a canvas of the work that she had put in. And that's why she was confident and able to walk into those jobs because she knew that she can do whatever they asked her to do because she had done it, because she had put in the work. So what I want you to take away from this is once you put in the work, once you put in those reps, once you, 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 you know, you turn into COVID and you're in, you're practicing your craft day in and day out, you build value and you build confidence. So if for some strange reason, I don't, the Lakers were, when Kobe was playing, if the Lakers were to cut him, every other team in the NBA would be seeking his services because of the work that he's put in. So once you put in that type of work and you build that type of rapport and your resume reflects that, like there's not too much that the world that can throw at you because you know your value and you know that you can produce. Honestly, and another great thing that happened through this situation is my wife has never been, you know, entrepreneurial minded, but now she's she became so confident. This this experience showed her how much value that she has and what she brings to the table and how these other companies are seeking her services that now she knows that she's extremely valuable and she doesn't necessarily need a company to produce that she can produce on her own and my wife is thinking about what she's not thinking she's doing more than thinking about she's putting stuff into place where she can open up her own practice like she is not playing we're not playing and i don't want you to play either so like i said man my wife she could have doubted herself she could have got down on herself but she got up she got out and she put her best foot forward because she knew not only what she could bring to the table, but she knew what she has brought to the table in the past and she could, she could do it again. The only thing would be a change of scenery. So if you're listening to this show, I'm going to need for you to start putting the work in. Start building up your confidence. Get, get those reps in. Start building up your value in whatever it is that you do. And the doubt will slowly fade away. Even in situations of adversity, you will have something to draw back on. And like I said before, I just want you to know that we're going to leave this on a positive note. My wife has a job now. She has a better job now. I'm doing well in my field. We're doing good. Things are looking up. And I hope that you can learn something from this and you can apply that and that you can have that same story. And I know that you will. But that's my time. I'm about to get out of here. Like I said, be on the lookout for that for that vegan or nah part three with Kiba and Randy. I don't know when it's going to drop. It could drop today as well as this show. I don't know if whenever it happens, I'm going to drop it as soon as it happens. Just know that like midweek today, you might get two shows in one. I don't know. Just know you're going to get it. But I thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Jay Sutton, the Destroying Doubt Podcast. We out. Oh, I almost forgot y'all. Before we get out of here, I want to hit y'all with the motivational song of the week. And this song isn't necessarily motivational, but I think it's appropriate for what we're going through right now. And, you know, given the tragic incidents that just occurred in Las Vegas and all the damage and destruction and everything that's going on around the world, I think that this song is appropriate. And it calls for something that I really feel is lacking right now, and that's love. And 
hopefully and maybe just maybe that this song some way somehow could motivate you to love someone man and spread a message of love and because that's what the world needs right now so without further ado motivational song of the week one of my favorite artists landon mcnamara <laughs> god I, I i i hate to butcher his name landon mcnamara with lost for words motivational song of the week we out thank you I'm at a loss for words And my heart is I'm at a loss for words And my heart is Things going on in this world So absurd Mr. President, tell me what's the word Selling ammunition to the mentally ill Just to make a penny while in a sin get killed Turn on the news and I heard the sounds From the 32nd floor, contracts raining down All those lives lost, what a pity Just trying to have a good time down in Sin City This ain't the first occasion but I hope it's the last Kindergartners can feel safe going to class Wanna walk down the street and I look behind my back As a map ripped through a venue fully packed and blast This one's for Columbine, this one for Paris And one for all the lives lost in Las Vegas This one for Cali and for Miami This one for London, no I'm not Yemen and Saudi and for Syria and those murdered babies Mama Africa and for Hiroshima Pearl Harbor and the World Trade Center For Chicago and Jerusalem Come on people put down the guns This one's for everyone who has lost someone Who cannot be brought back with words I'm at a loss for words Wanna have a good time with my friends in the club But I went by getting shy while I'm trying to make love So many, so many now with the man up above I will all have to clean up the blood Children left with no parents, parents left with no children And when you really break it down, it's all for no good reason I don't got all the answers, so tell me who does All I really know is we really need love I don't got all the answers, so tell me who does All I really know is we really need love This one's for Columbine, this one for Paris And one for all the lives lost in Las Vegas This one for Cali and for Miami This one for London, I know I'm not Yeah, and those murdered babies, Mama Africa.
superhero Shima Pearl Harbor and the World Trade Center Toshi Kago Anja Rusalam Come on people put down the guns This one's for everyone who has lost someone Who cannot be brought back with words Loves of the land from sea to sea We all share the same blood and there's no need to bleed At the hands of another man But I understand If it's self-defense But there would be no reason to defend If we could all live as one and join hands I'm at a loss for words And my heart is I'm at a loss for words <laughs>